there for Sticker Stories Season 2, the first episode. And we have a very special day where we get to talk about our favorite day of the year, National Sticker Day. We have Jesse, our marketing director from Sticker Giant, between Hamish and I here. And uh, we're going to be diving into that story later in the episode. Definitely make sure you check us out on Facebook. Um, there's a lot more content about Saul's story. We've been sharing that out for the last month, but it really all comes together tomorrow. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but let's kick off our top of mind. Hamish, take it away. Yeah, so before we jump in with Jesse, I am going to do uh, winter stickers. Um, there's been a ton of these coming through the shop, so I wanted to highlight a few of these. We've got uh, a classic uh, die-cut logo sticker from Jelt. Um, they do like an all-purpose uh, ski and outdoor belt, which is pretty sweet. Um, this thing is pretty funny. The Hugh Jass Fat Bike Festival. Hamish, uh, Hamish loves bikes. Yeah, the language. No, he loves bikes. <laughs> yeah, this cracked me up. Um, it is fat bike season. We got plenty of snow. So I'm that's taking cool. these all to take pictures so you can um, see them. And on then the these post. two are from Lifestyles, mm. who are a uh, ski holiday and tour company. So we actually did a blog about these guys um, earlier in the week. So go check out the blog if you want to lead read a little bit more about that. Um, I like this sticker because it's like some snowcat um, yeah. camper van. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool design, yeah. We'll take those. Perfect. For you. Um, is that it for you for winter stickers? Um, I got another one actually. This one, I'm not sure who came out the shop, but it's one of our matte die cuts. And I don't know, they just did a really cool um, ski gold design. We talked a um, bunch about those last episode. Yeah, the but the, the mat's cool because this is like a grayscale, so they use a lot of gray and white in. Um, we'll put some photos up of this later so you can kind of see Here, how I'll that design that. works. Perfect. That's great. Um, and my top of mind is, um, well, it's it's our friends at Cutwater Spirits. They have a um, static cling that they're using when you see how it's see-through here. And we did a whole post on the blog uh, this week about how cool static clings are. So it's one of those little things here at Sticker Giant where yes, we have awesome stickers and labels, but static clings are a fun product as well and really work well for what they're doing. So if you see them out in the grocery store, check them out, they do some cool stuff. But without further ado, a very special day, a very special guest, Jesse. Hi, Andrew. Hey, man. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, man. On the pod for the second time, Jesse did an That's episode. Right. That's uh, right. Did episode yeah. two with me uh, way back when. But um, Our first season, if we've come so far. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really been an adventure. <laughs> but yeah, let's come on. Let's jump right in. So, Jesse, like, where, did, where did National Sticker Day come from? So, National Sticker Day, for those of you who don't know, we kind of just highlighted it, but it, it's tomorrow. It's January 13th. Um, every year, it's an annual holiday that we actually created. Um, I was the one who originally came up with the idea and how I came up with that was really um, there's national days all over people talk about it all the time they're, they're hashtag trends on Twitter so a couple years ago I was looking like okay is there a national sticker day like we should do some promotions around that and to my surprise there wasn't so I did a little initial research and um, found a company called National Day Calendar they help you register the days and go through that whole process of, of making a national day so that was um, cool at the time but um, it wasn't something our owner John was too too keen on at first when I brought up the idea yeah, how did he react to it uh, he, he thought it was a pretty dumb idea at first um, it is something you do have to pay to register these days so that there is some money that you have to put into it to, to first create the day um, and then they help you promote it so um, the idea didn't go over too too well at first um, so it, it took some time and some pushing to really kind of 
realize the idea that I initially had. Um, so that's that's kind of where the day came from. There's there's more to it than just that. Though. Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I guess anybody who's met John Fisher knows that if he decides to shut down an idea, that can be a pretty abrupt, like, no, we're not doing that. Let's move on to something else. But yeah, he was know. he came around, and you know, like any good you know visionary, you know, they have their concepts, and and we were able to really execute this for sure. And let's talk a little bit about why January 13th specifically. What was that all about? Yeah, so uh, part of National Sticker Day when I was looking into it was what is the history of stickers? Um, so I did some you know, Google searches and got online, started to look, and I was surprised. There really wasn't a lot out there about the history of stickers, but from the little bit I found, um, stickers actually started with a sticky paste um, way back in the you know, European market days of just merchants trying to put up pricing for products. Um, and they used a sticky paste on paper. And so not until 1935 did a guy come along, um, R. Stanton Avery, and actually create the first peel-off label adhesive. Um, neat story, everyone knows Avery Corporation and the labels that you put in your printer and print. Um, they're the ones, their founder was the one who, who, who started it all. Um, and his birthday is actually January 13th, there you go. Uh, 1907. So it seemed like a perfect fit. Um, we had to give some historic you know, shout out or appreciation to someone that, that actually came up with stickers. That obviously wasn't us. Um, <laughs> we did not invent so the sticker, did, no. but we do make it really fun. Um, so so we wanted, I wanted some important historical tie-in. And also for those in the printing industry or any business to business setting in, in um, our country here, uh, it's tough to come out of the holidays and drive right. sales and traffic January. and, and right. all these things that we try to do as a business. And January 13th was like, that's a perfect day because we're just getting out kind of that, you're, you're, everyone's shaking off the holiday lull and they're starting to purchase again and businesses are gearing up for the year. So it seemed like the natural time of year to, to celebrate stickers and what they can do as you know promotions for companies and all the stories behind the stickers that we print. Nice. So I guess I'll, I'll take this question. Um, then, of course, we add in the ball. So yeah. tell us a little bit about the sticker ball and how that all came to be. Um, we have a nice documentary out there on our videos and stuff if you want the full backstory. But we want to hear from you. Like, when it came to the ball, what was that all about? Yeah, so to take it a step back, we kind of joked about how John just shut me down. And, and his, his feeling was really just from a business standpoint, what value does this bring to the company in doing this? And many people would sit there and argue this idea really has no business like reason to do this. So I, I came up with kind of a, a couple ideas behind it. First is we have a national day. What do we do for it? Okay, we can discount, we can put coupons out there, we can help out all, all our customers who are listening today and, and do something that way, that's kind of a given. But really, what's the draw of doing a National Sticker Day? So the first thing that popped in my mind was, let's do a Guinness World Record. How fun would that be? So um, again, I went back to searching and found that Guinness World Records had a few, few records around stickers, and the one that they did not have any entry for or achievement of was the largest ball of stickers. And I was like, we can do that. And they set, had a set amount of 220 pounds that you had, you had to get to hit the ball. So I took that idea and then also in my pitch um, to John and the company as a whole actually at the time of why we should do this um, was Wikipedia also played into it. Um, we don't have a Wikipedia page. We actually still don't today, but was if we build up enough credibility and fun things behind our company, we can get more search exposure online right. from eventually having a Wikipedia page around kind of what we did in the story we're talking to today. So that's kind of still something that we're looking for. 
and I came, brought it back to John and he liked all the ideas and all the things I put together. Okay, we're gonna do this day, we're gonna do, attempt a record as a company and then there's some back-end searchability. We can run you know, a, a PR campaign around it and get some press around it and really just kind of have some fun and getting some brand awareness and exposure. And as everyone probably knows who's watching, if you know a little bit about this story, it worked. Right. <laughs> We're still um, talking about it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, full disclosure, I did not think this would work. I kind of thought I was on a dumb idea that just didn't have maybe a lot of traction to it. And uh, it, it worked better than I ever, ever, ever could have imagined. So then we decided to set a world record, break a world record, whatever. What what went into that? Because that's where like we still have this character right? yeah. to this day, uh, three years later, basically. The first step was we have a company huddle every Tuesday. So the first step was getting up in front of the company and going, "Hey guys, like, guess what? I have an idea." And you know, there is a lot. There is some buzz and excitement around it. Oh, cool! Like, you know, every, who doesn't want to be in the Guinness World? Uh, record book like that's mm -hmm. kind of a yeah, dream it's like right? everyone's childhood is yeah you're, you're looking at all these wacky records and and a lot of times you assume you have to do something completely outrageous or be the world's tallest man or something but um this one was a little more achievable and realistic in the frame of work of what we could do so there's people behind it and there's some people that thought we were wasting our time and we have stickers to make let's not do this but um it ended up becoming a really 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 cool team building exercise in in like Outside of all the other things we talk about and promote about it, the team building aspect and, and the way the company, um, we were 34 people at the time, I believe, the way everyone came together behind this idea was really the spark that ignited this whole thing. Without, you know, people throw ideas out there every day. Right. Without that spark or, you know, getting people behind an right. idea, nothing happens. So it's really a credit to the whole company. Right. Um, in what we achieved from that point on, I just I just kind of threw it out there and it stuck. <laughs> ah, it stuck. <laughs> um, See what you did there. Yeah. So um, to do it though, to get to this record, it we were like keeping track. We had to be fastidious. We were filming it. Like there was a lot that went in like behind the scenes for that, which was for me as someone who does digital media was really fun. Yeah. But like, forget that for a second. How did we like make it big and how how did you know? Can you explain that process for people? Yeah, so so we had to do an application with Guinness World Records, and they lay out all these requirements um, that you have to track it, you have to do the video, you have to do the photography, pretty much every step of the way. Then you have to hold a public event to proclaim your record, and then we had to have three witnesses involved in that, and they had to be credible. You couldn't just grab your best friend and say, sign this sheet of paper. You had to have credible people with you know backgrounds and kind of show who they are. So. Um, who were who all people then? Who are three? <laughs> I was going to punt that, but uh, our three were actually the mayor of Longmont, right. yeah, yeah. Nice. who was at the time. It was pretty credible. I mean, Seoul's a local celebrity, so yeah, it's, uh, um, it's pretty appropriate. We, we got a, now see, he is. He was not at the he time. He was not That's at the time, the thing, but like, now. He's now Longmont's favorite son. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also had a CPA accountant involved right. um, from Clawson Associates. And then um, Sam Knight um, actually has a local surveying company, um, right. land surveying, but he was a credible person, as Guinness stated, surveying to come he came and look at the circumference. <laughs> yeah, he like measured it. Yeah. It was awesome. Nice. Confirmed the way all that stuff. So, so those are the, the, that's kind of the, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but the, the first step that happened after that company huddle is people got fired up. So Rob, our production manager, actually kind of formed the ball, took some pictures and started it in the back. And, um, and it kicked off from there. And it was, it was quite the experience because I recall being two weeks in and maybe we were just a little over 10, maybe 12 pounds and um, 
it was like, oh man, I don't know if we're gonna get this done in time. Um, so it, it, it just, that's how it started. And then I can, yeah, I guess I'll elaborate a little more on that. Um, we did set a time uh, for ourselves, which was right. three months because it was November 6th of 2015 was when we started SALT. That was his birth date, if you will. Right. Um, and uh, we set the time limit of getting it done by January 13th. Oh, Gu yeah, Guinness yeah. didn't set that time limit. We're like, okay, we have roughly three months to get this record done. Right. Let's rally around this and let's do it. And from there, it turned into people taking Saul home, um, yeah, you know, lunchtime yeah. breaks. Employees had Saul was just sitting on a table for a long time. Right. Eventually, he grew out of the table into a wagon, and we had to figure out how to, you know, uh, the wagon. <laughs> yeah, we had to figure out how to keep him round. So a few things went into that. It was one we got a sled. Was this is the stand that Saul's right. on to try to keep him rounded, and then, it's gold, by the way. Yeah, okay, as, as we were building him, okay. we had to. We had actually uh, Hamish has here uh, Saul Junior that he's Saul just Jr., been having yeah, fun Saul. with. Yeah, this is the the marketing stick. That's like he's the size of a soccer ball yeah. right now, right? If you could see though, like it's not the roundest thing in the world because you kind of right. have to work on it. So we used to have to make sticker patches, and the employees came up with really cool ways to do this where you just make a rounded patch on it and then also laying out strips of stickers and labels where we just roll the ball onto it and we're going to be showing people how to do that tomorrow at our, our national sticker day um year three event at Whibby brewing um so there uh, it was cool like people really became sticker ball engineers as crazy and funny as that sounds that's what happened. <laughs> well, we got creative here. too. Like there was like the Stormtrooper Force Awakens that come out. We had like the new First Order Stormtrooper. Like like people have fun with it. We did the New Year's drop, you know, and the ball drop. Yep. So and all those photos are going to be on the on the post for the podcast for today. We um we went through the archives and picked up some really good ones. Um, but yeah, he's become quite a quite a fun mascot. And I, I think like maybe we jumped ahead of it. The name Soul. Oh, where did, yes. yeah, where did that come? Because we use Soul all the time. He's like the company mascot. Like it, he's a, a real character so to speak yeah. around the business and for people who know him but yeah for anyone who isn't so familiar yeah why, why is he called Saul yeah well around that time it was season one of Better Call Saul which is a pretty big hit from Breaking Bad of course and the guys in production Todd specifically who runs one of our HP presses threw it out there saw the sticker ball and it was like that's perfect like you can't we're not even going to debate this name that's a perfect yeah, name I guess and it rhymes the so. evolution from was it sg to for sticker giant to saul goodman to yeah uh, saul the largest so, sticker ball yeah saul the sticker ball i got his name it was pretty quick it was within that first week if i'm recalling right so he he had a name right away and became more of a personality than just a sticker ball so I guess we, we kind of jumped ahead of ourselves there with the name Saul. Um, can we rewind for anybody who's kind of not familiar with him and his persona and kind of explain how he got that name? Yeah, um, so within that first week of the production team starting to build him, Todd, actually one of our HP press operators, he, he threw out the idea, saw the sticker ball, and it, it was like a match made in heaven. It was like the perfect. Is perfect. Um, <laughs> and, and part of that was around the time the first season of Better Call Saul, I believe, was coming out at that time, which was pretty popular from the show Breaking Bad. So um, it was a reference somewhat to that. Um, but the rhyming of Saul the sticker ball was just, it was too good to pass up. So there was really no debate around the name once we said it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and it has worked since this day. People like really have gravitated to it. Um, but it wasn't something. Um, it could have just sort of started and ended there. You know what I mean? It has taken on a life of its own. And, and what was the process yeah. of that? Like that first year of National Sticker Day, planning that event and, and leading up to that. 
Yeah, so we wanted to make a big media event out of National Sticker Day. I mean, you see those hashtags trending and people talking about National Days all the time. Um, the Guinness World Record tied into that. So, of, of course, we ramped up our press coverage um, to, to match that. So we started putting out some press releases, I want to say about halfway through doing it. Um, you mentioned some of the wacky things we did. We even took them out and did a video with bowling with salt oh. and got large inflatable bowling pins, and we had some fun there. Um, but then as it got closer to the date, we um, did a press release, reached out to local media to, to let them know what we were doing, that it was the first national sticker day, and we took Saul to Denver on the 12th. So Today? It, yeah, the, the TV and the media really picked up on the idea. They loved it. Um, we encouraged Americans to, to stick together. It was the year before the last presidential election, so we kind of played off, you know, just the tension people have around any political election and said, hey, let's all stick together. Stickers tell the stories of, of businesses and everything in life, and, of course, you use them political campaigns, and, and we kind of rallied around that kind of concept of, you know, hey, Americans, let's stick together and on sticker day and Making, we're making this sticker ball, so come check it out. We're going to do a public weigh-in at Wibby. And so the day before, we did a tour of Denver. And so we actually, John and I, were fortunate enough to get invited into the nine, Channel 9 News uh, studio here in Denver. And we brought Saul with us and did an interview, and that was really cool. Then we went and visited the Capitol. Um, he became an honorary junior highway state patrol because we ran into the guys there. And um, so ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> so ridiculous. What a ridiculous day. Uh, so it was so state fun. Patrol. Yeah, it was so fun. Governor Hickenlooper tweeted about it. His That's team. Right. We ran into them. We actually it was. I forget what session it was for the the, the Colorado Senate. They're just coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I think the yeah, they were just coming back to yeah. start the year. Today's That's right. Um, so the, all the politicians were there, and we got a lot of them to put stickers on Saul, and it, it was quite hilarious to. to witness and then um, we actually had some other news teams uh, meet us outside the building and tour the 16th Street Mall all the way down to Union Station and um, some people who saw us on 9 News came out and that kind of blew my mind like oh man these, this family came out to see Saul the right. sticker ball so um, it was a pretty wild experience and the next um, next day uh, late night with Seth Myers made fun of us right. um, he didn't reference the name sticker giant or any of our names but he just said a group in Colorado and made a weed reference and crack and we all woke up that or I woke up that morning came in and looked at the video and was just like my mind was blown like we just got made fun of by Seth, Seth Myers. Myers like that's a it's a pretty cool achievement um, 15 seconds of fame right there yeah and you know USA Today ran a great video and we were up there trending on their homepage one day and um denver post great wrote a great business article around it and then right. um the the day of you know we filmed um, a documentary we had a few press people come out to Wibby two two years ago tomorrow basically um to do the public weigh-in and we achieved it it was like yay we, yeah, we did yeah. it and the funny part about it was i still had to submit all the documentation and yeah. every little detail to guinness so i was on pins and needles for like months still after this event because I didn't know if we'd officially get it. Guinness still has to give you the green light. So we did everything I talked about a um, little bit ago and submitted it and we were fortunate that we got the record and I got an email and it was very exciting. We got the certificate. It was exciting and we kind of thought that was it. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> right. Um, because it, it happened then in 2016, but yeah. then the book came out in 2017. Right. 
Yeah, just the tail end of this past year. Right. So um, like this this National Sticker Day Sticker Ball project had like a shelf life of like two years, kind of, with like the Guinness component. Right. Correct. We had all that like sort of earned media, which we like to talk about. And those small business owners out there who are listening and, and are interested in this stuff, like those are a lot of great placements. Getting on like a, a Gannett, which is nine news and, and USA Today means it goes across a whole network of, of publishers across the country. It's right. not just your local mom and pop. So there's something there like the Gannett network definitely helped elevate that quite a bit. Yeah. And then, like you were saying, though, then you finally get the certification. Then we're in the book, which was awesome. Right. right. And, and I kind of, you actually just remind me of something. I kind of glossed over it, but the ABC in the now came in and filmed us at Metro state that year. And, um, should I start that over since you, you could? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> we kind of just got, or I kind of just glossed over it there, but, um, ABC in the now actually filmed a segment interviewing John and Saul at right. Metro state university of That's Denver right. on their campus or area campus. And that went out in 14 major markets um, right. on the news that night, which is huge. Like if any small business owner out there is listening, which I hope you are, um, given, um, who we work with, but, uh, that's huge. Right. Like that kind of exposure is insane. And that's actually what led to the late night mention um, was totally. that kind of media pickup around it. But that next year, uh, things quieted down. We got the record. It was cool. Saul's part of the factory. We put them on Roadside America. People started coming by to put stickers on them from all over the country. It's pretty cool. So great. And then um, <laughs> so that great. fall after we made the record, um, I got a contact from Guinness World Records and they were going to send a team of four out to do a, a, a oh, photo right. shoot and video right. on Saul. And it was exciting because it's like, okay, does that mean we're in the book? Does it right. not? They wouldn't say much because, you know, they're kind of secretive about what right. they You can doing. hold a world record and not be in the book. Correct. Right. Yeah. So they came out and did that. And then it took a full calendar year to really hear what was going to come about from that. They kind of hinted that we might be in the book without saying it. Right. And um, so come next spring, I believe it was... Um, they, they started contacting me about the, the press that was going to come out, which did this past September. And, you know, they asked our permission for it to be a National Geographic for kids. And I'm like, of course, like, that's right. really cool. That is cool. And then in September, they Guinness officially rolls out their new, new book for, it was the 2018 edition. And sure enough, Saul's in it. We're, we're on one of the record pages. We're one of the banners on their website, John and the Ball. And... Um, it was a pretty cool moment and mention and we were excited and then it actually took two more months to november and then they released a video the video that they filmed which is fantastic it's still on guinnessworldrecords.com we actually have a page dedicated to the sticker ball on stickergiant.com slash sticker dash ball um, where you can go watch that video too but um that got picked up in the media again and we ended up on mashable.com yeah. one morning and i was like oh my goodness like this is so cool it's almost two years later I'm and we're on the guinness world record page finally we got this cool video by them it's picked up by various media in mashable and it's in the need nah, i can't talk national geographic for kids right. and we have customers of ours actually posting and messaging us on social media like hey my kids saw you in the the national geographic and we're really so excited because we work with you so there's just there's been a lot of cool things around Saul and it continues again t tomorrow. So um, just for what it's worth, um, that Roadside America thing was really cool. We had people retirees, you know, coming in. Um, so yeah, that was quite a bit um, that happened at that time with Saul, right? But um, yeah, I mean, well, we've had a lot of the history of Saul, but now what's next? We spoke about this kind of two years for to tomorrow for the, the Guinness World Record and, and getting Saul up to. 
240 pounds wherever he's at so yeah what are we doing now yeah so we haven't weighed Saul in for a while we did uh, a year later and he'd only put on six pounds from from the record date it does take a lot of stickers and labels and time to to build weight um, on Saul so this year we're doing a make Saul bigger again event and we're taking him back to Wibby Brewing where he originally got um, weighed in and um, we're gonna have some fun tomorrow. It's uh, tomorrow, January 13th, National Sticker Day at Wibby Brewing, which is um, here in Longmont, Colorado, and 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Um, myself, a couple other employees will be there with Saul. What we're really doing is we wanna show people, get him off his wagon and show people how we built them and put just a ton of stickers and labels on them. And just, we're making it interactive. Like, here's how we really did it. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Wibby has great craft lagers to drink. Um, there's a, gonna be a food truck. Um, it's always a good time at Wibby Brewing. So it's gonna be a fun few hours to, to really try to grow them. And, and we're bringing a weight scale. We're gonna weigh us all in and at the beginning of the event to see how big he is now and then we're going to see how many stickers and labels people put on him and what's his weight at the end of the day and it will either be impressive or right. not impressive we'll see, we'll see how we'll how, see. how uh much we grow but stickers don't weigh a lot so it's, it's you'd be surprised how many stickers it takes to, to put some weight on him um in addition to that as a as a company Saul of course is here and people can come see him we're open monday through friday um 7 a.m to 5 p.m um but we're starting public tours um very excited to announce that we've had more and more tours come through the shop since we got this exposure about Saul and I mean we make stickers it's a really cool thing that we do here at Sticker Giant um, so every Friday at 2 p.m. we now have a, a page backslash tours on the website people can sign up and we're gonna take groups of 10 people if they want to come around it's free come check out we'll, we'll basically walk you through the path of a sticker order and how it goes through our company here of course you'll get to see Saul slap a sticker on him take a picture um, that's kind of a big draw to it um, and that will be fun um, we're also looking at ways um, we won a community involvement award last year here in Longmont for for some of the time we committed to Longmont Meals on Wheels and we're looking for more charitable giving to give and we're gonna bring um, Saul into that and, and Saul Good is gonna be kind of our tagline and in the good giving that Sticker Giant does and we're gonna make the sticker ball part of that mm, so it'll be fun yeah um, Yes, Webby's been a great partner. We, we featured them on, on our first season. So definitely go back and listen to that if you want to hear more about what it's like to start a craft brewery. But this has been all about starting a national day that has been a smashing success. We've had a lot of fun with it. Too. Really quickly, just to kind of close out the discussion here today, the one thing I want people out there to, to, to think about and realize is, you know, a lot of people have ideas in business, and I just want to encourage people, don't give up on them. <laughs> If I would have given up on this idea, it would have not come to where we are today. And also just getting people excited about the ideas you have and, and really looking at the business, the ways it ties in and can help a business. I, I just encourage people, don't, don't let your ideas just slip away. Um, push through, maybe build in some support, do a little research around it. And in any company you work in, get people excited about that. Like that's, I, I really find that the, the kind of little nugget of knowledge or motivation behind our story that we've been fortunate to to be able to tell today and experience the last couple years and, and continue going forward in 2018. Nice. Yeah, I think you said it. It was inadvertently the best team building exercise Sticker Giant yeah. ever did, and still is. We've been slapping stickers trying to get Saul bigger this week. Yeah. Um, little makes Saul bigger again. We got a jump start on the event. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun, especially like someone like me. I wasn't here when the original record was set, so kind of taking Saul Keeps to that fresh. next level is is fun. Yeah. Agreed. 
So that will be it, though, for this episode. Yeah, well, thanks, Jesse, for Kofino coming on and being Saul's uh, spokesperson and telling his story. He yeah, he's is, too busy. Um, he's too busy us for us. Yeah, yeah he's busy. lots of yeah. commitments. But <laughs> we just want to quickly touch on what we're going to do next show. Um, so we're going to have Longmont Bicycle Company on. Um, they're a local bike shop who print uh, die-cut promotional stickers with us. Um, I'm really psyched about this. I'm a mountain bike geek, yes, as Andrew is fully aware and fed up of. I love bikes too, no, no, yeah, I love I will, bikes. Um, I'll be happy to talk about bikes with anybody, and yeah. that's cool, because I think um, local bike shops are under a lot of pressure these days, so yep. it's gonna be fun to have their story and how they're getting on. Um, I think like the bike industry was probably one of the early adopters of sticker marketing, right. so there's a, a kind of cool tie in there with actually you know, using stickers to, to spread your brand. Um, also, quickly, just some admin stuff. We are going to be moving the podcast to Monday release. Yes. We are still going to be recording on Fridays as usual, um, but just give us a little bit more editing time and then putting it out on Mondays, ready for everybody's morning commute. That's right. So we will. We are. You know, if you're watching the video, thanks for that. Um, you know, that's that's up. But um, in general, we'll get this out to you um, on Mondays going forward. So thank you very much. Thank you for that admin, the housekeeping, Amos, very well. Um, <laughs> And thank you for everybody, of course, listening last season, and welcome back. Um, you can always find us in the stores, whether it's your iTunes or your Google Play. And we'd love to get a review to see um, how you think how we're doing and, and what you'd like to see from us. So that helps us reach new folks. And the, those of you who have been with us from, from the beginning, we, um, we feel the love. Thank you very much. And, of course, National Sticker Day tomorrow. You'll see us all on social media um, promoting that. And folks are getting these January 13th stickers that are on my laptop here, my new favorite Matt die cut for National Sticker Day. So thank you very much for listening to the podcast, and we will see you in February. Remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours? <laughs>